You're listening to 10-Minute Takes. Again, it's the end of the work week, but it's the week, well, the day we go to work here for the two, uh, for the 10 minute takes. And I tell you, interesting week in sports, uh, depressing week for us in the NFL, but I'll tell you, you just never know what you're going to see. I mean, I saw Thursday night football last night, Rams and 49ers. And I was just like, yeah, okay, this is a terrible game. Like, I, I don't even care. The color rush thing, I don't even care about the color rush either. I'm like, man, this is going to be terrible. Ended up being the oh, game of the I year I love so the far. color rush stuff. Awesome. Well, I, I, I mean, awesome. I'm with it, but I, I'm with it, but I don't care anymore. I'm not like, oh, hey, it's color rush. Sweet. Like, okay, I know no, it's color I, rush I'm on Thursdays, whatever. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually like the little kid. Like, color rush, like when the Thursday night game on, I'll tune in just to see what the uniforms look like real quick, and then that pulls me yeah. in. If it's a good game, I'll well, stay. Like you said, it was shockingly a good game. I mean, that was crazy last night. Well, what do you what do you, what do you think of the Niners uh, black unis? <clears throat> oh, it's amazing. I love amazing. Well, their uniforms. I love the Saints black and gold uniforms, and I love yep. the Raiders black and silver uh, uniforms. I actually really wish the Cowboys would do a black and blue one because I think it would be intense. I think black, black uniforms are unreal. Well, black isn't a team color of theirs. It has to be, you know, their team no, color. But there's there's like a blackout uh, theme, kind of like Color Rush, that like certain teams participate with, and they make a design oh, for. Oh, oh, <clears throat> all right. So like you could huh. have, we could have a blackout. We could have a blackout uniform, just like there's military uniforms where they're, you know what I mean. Yeah, some teams yeah, yeah. participate in that and have all the camo, and some don't. You know, like hmm. there's different. There's different opportunities there, but who knows? The Cowboys, the Cowboys, it's been forever just getting them to wear their own blue uniform, let alone design well, a new true. one altogether. That is true. Well, the Ram, the Rams were like highlighters last night. I don't know if I was wild about that. Uh, the worst I ones I saw, the worst ones I saw was last year when it was Jags Titans, and it looked like it looked like oh, like mustard, the, the Carolina blue and the mustard. Yeah, oh, that wasn't that oh, wasn't was, pleasant. That was that brutal. one was awful. But um, uh, the, the one I have to say I'm most jealous of. No, but listen, the one I have to say I'm most jealous of is the red, the red Patriots one, the all red hats with the, with oh. the white blue shoulder stripes, and then the white yep. helmet with the throwback, uh, the Pat guy. Those yeah, are those are some like sick ass yeah. jerseys. Yeah, those those are my favorite non cowboy jerseys probably in the NFL. Hmm. Well, you know, it is what it is. I uh I've always been a uniform guy, but you know, the 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 color rush thing up like I know they do it now. And, and the thing is is it was cool when they did it, but I know what the color rush uniforms look like now. They they don't change them yeah, they were the same ones. So, yeah, so now I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. But um 
getting into this because we have the week two recap and analysis. Let me just ask you first, uh, what do you think of the Lions' new digs? Have you seen the Lions' new unis? I like yeah, them. Yeah, I, I, the, I don't well, think it's – They have the blue pants I don't now. Think like it's enough of a, yeah, but I don't think it's enough of a uh, – I like change. draft change, Chris. I like stuff mm. that's just like a head turner. You know what I mean? Just chaos and it's disorder, like, huh? <laughs> yeah, like I personally, I for example, I don't know if you caught the new, um, uh, you know, the NBA did a whole new line with Nike, so they redesigned their uniforms, and they had a yep. reveal about a week ago, <clears throat> and my favorite one was the Oklahoma City Thunder because they they had a different color in the uniform you never thought that they had. It was like their second alternate color. It was either like a bright green or a yellow. And you're like, oh, that's part of the Thunder's unit. And it, and it kind of looked like the, the new look Indiana Pacers uniforms, where it's like yellow, blue, and white, and it just pops. Like, that's what I like. I like stuff that, like, makes you go, what the hell? Like, when and when did you decide to do that? Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, who, so who wants to be involved in the show in the background? Because that's ridiculous. Oh, sorry. That was a uh... – it was a television. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know to hear it because my my microphone yeah, is never usually. Well, my, well, my microphone is, is is usually can barely barely hear me, so I'm surprised to uh, hear anything else. Kids, um, so kids going get into fucking this, SpongeBob blasting in the background, folks. That's Christmas. You know, you know, it's funny. It actually is SpongeBob. Um, but now, so week two recap and analysis. Um. A couple of things. I, uh, first one is that Justin Bork, as always, is correct. And when I say that, I say the words, and I'm going to oh, quote him. Oh, tell me the here. offensive line. The I, I'm, line. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to quote him here. The Giants are trash. Yep. And I thought that the Giants were going to compete with Dallas for that division this season. It was going to be back and forth, you know, towards the end of the season. The New York no Giants, the, the the New York Jets have scored more points than the Giants have this season. <laughs> I love it. Just soak that in for a second. Soak that in. The Jets have scored 32 points this season. The Giants have scored, I don't even think, 20. So just let that soak in. How bad is the Giants' offensive line? Where's Jeremy Bloom when you need him? I would love to hear from from the big man right now about how great the Giants are and blah, 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 and Eli. Well, we can have him come on next week, but. I would love to hear from Eli well, and your boy Allen. Your boy Allen, who's head so far up, Jason Pierre-Paul's ass that he, he can't even breathe anymore. So oh, I would I love JPP yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear from he, all these New York fans that suddenly have disappeared right into the it sewer. They've just, they're gone. Nobody can find them. No, they cannot. See, I'm and, a, I'm a, I'm you a know, Cowboys fan, but I'm still loud and proud after a, a, a miserable, embarrassing loss. I love my boys, and I still think that we're going to regroup. It was pretty miserable, actually. I Are you jamming 94.5 this shit right now? No, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm, seeing if, I'm just seeing if, if this will work here. Because cause you're right. I, I do think this will be an awesome. Uh, come on. Ah, uh, 
Oh, you son of a fat man. What's that? What's the um, Jamma ninety four five thing when they prank people? This is what this reminds me of. Oh, the, 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 the phone tap or whatever, phone scam. Damn it! I I xed out. Stop now. There it is. Jesus. All right. So, Who are you trying yeah, to call, Jeremy? Jeremy. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna be like, yo, what up, douchebag? Um. So, I, I realized that uh, week two highlighted analysis. I, I think things were shaping up sort of how I thought. Uh, other than the Dallas thing I did not see coming, um, I think things are shaping up or, or shaped up in the NFL, sort of how I thought they were going to. Uh, were there any – and we'll get into Dallas because that's the next topic, so leave them out of this. Were there any big surprises in week two for you? Uh, I really obviously got to lead the charge with the Dallas-Denver thing. I mean, that that stunned me. That was unbelievable. I was not expecting that. I was actually thinking that we were going to walk in there and just run all over them. But well, kind of like we did. Yeah, Jeremy. Day last Jeremy year, just said, like said he was at work. Oh, I got you. Um, like, uh, like, like you mean like we did at Green Bay last year? Remember the Packers don't lose at home. We beat them in Lambeau last year, just like we did in Seattle two years ago with Demarco Murray. Yeah, I, I really felt confident. Uh, going into that game, I, I, I will say real quick this, and then we'll get into the Cowboy thing. For week, week two stats and analysis, um, the Falcons shut down Aaron Rodgers, and and I, I thought yeah. that was interesting. Um, and then uh, how about I, okay? If you're if you're a head coach or a GM, okay, hey, give him another a head call. Coach or a GM. Another, he said to call okay. him up right now. All right, if you're a head coach or a GM. Are you cutting this Chargers kicker? Uh yes, absolutely. You can't. Right? You can't. I'm sorry. I mean, look look at Aguayo. He got drafted in the second round and he's done. He will never he's never going to kick in the NFL ever again. You you have to I would agree, I would argue that kickers well, kickers are Oh, there he is. Oh, there's the big man. Hey Jeremy. Right. We'll get into the kicker thing in a second. I I just wanted to ask you something. Um, how about that Giants offensive line, huh? It's atrocious. <laughs> is, is it the worst it offensive like line It was football? like watching the Cowboys play Denver. No! Oh, that's the best one he got. Oh, boy. All right. Um, so, does, realistically, does it, does realistically it, give us your take real quick. What do you think is going to happen the rest of the season? Is this going to be a mail-it-in year where you guys decide to finally cut bait with Eli? Are you going to rebuild, blow it up, retool? What do you think is going to happen? You know, I have no idea. I have never seen a team that looks like this before. Like, this team had Super Bowl expectations, I thought. I thought that they had got a couple of okay receivers to go with, with Beckham. But, you know, their priority offseason was an offensive lineman. They didn't get him. And I told I've been telling Flowers is a joke at tackle. He's probably the worst tackle in the league. I've been saying for months now they should put Pew with left tackle to protect Manning and put Flowers on the other side. Play calling is atrocious. I don't understand why they can't run the ball. I've never – they had the worst running team in probably the league I've seen in four years. This team can't even After run the ball. I've never seen a team left. can't run the ball. No, I don't understand. I've been watching the Giants in 1985. Ever since I was a kid, they would run the ball, take the time off the clock, play good defense. Well, they can't do any of those anymore except for defense is okay. Well, this is, this is inexcusable. And Manny looks like he's lost a step because he has no time to throw the damn ball. 
So it's, it's, it's atrocious. Brandon Marshall's got barely two catches. Beckham Beckham was there last week. So so what? They scored ten points. Unbelievable. <clears throat> what so about is that? This? It? I mean, all the money that they spent on defense, though, like. Isn't that at least one little glimmer of hope, or do you think that that was a big mistake also? I don't worry about defense. I thought Vernon's done a great job. I, I think Harrison's been the best defensive player they've had. I think Landon Collins is going to be a pro bowler for the next 10 years. I'm not worried about defense. The defense is always on the field too goddamn long, and the off, and offense is uh, defense is on the field for so long. that It's, thir- it's 13 out of the four they even take the field the offense. They're already two touchdowns behind. How are you going to win a game that way? You can't. You can't. They can't even establish the run to throw the ball. So you, you can't win a game that way. So they're screwed. I don't think they're. Listen, Philadelphia is going to whoop the shit out of the way they're playing. And Tampa Bay will probably be. They're going to be holding four, and they're going to be calling for well, McAdoo's well, head, and they're they're going to be calling for Manning to get benched. But who knows? What are you going to? Who's going to take his place? Well, Jeremy, you know, Smith, I, I was looking at please. this. I was looking at the schedule here, right, for, for the New York Giants, and you know, it, it doesn't get any easier. Well, no, it's funny you bring up that point because obviously they, they got Philly this week. All right, you go to yes, week four. They're going to lose. Uh, you go to oh, yeah, they got Philly this week. You go to week four. They got Tampa Bay. You go to week yep. five. Um, week five, they've got the Chargers. That's a winnable game, I think. And then week six. I don't think so. Not the way they're playing. No, and then I, week I, I'm, six, totally, that, I'm totally dumbfounded by this. I don't understand yeah, how a team can can't yeah. score any points. I don't understand it. Well. It's not and like they were playing. Six. Yep. Well, I'm listening. Oh, I said, and then week six, they're at Denver. I mean, so they got a chance to be yeah. one and five going to the bye week. Well, I don't know who they're going to beat. If, I, if the team, you know, this is what I'm talking about. I, I don't even know what team they're going to show up on Sunday. I have no idea. I'm not going to know. You know, if, if, if you know, if they, even without, without Beckham that first week, I'm like, that's it. They had him last week. I mean, he was still ninety percent, and that was it. They mustered ten points. Is that what's going to be like? How Forget Brandon it. Marshall isn't isn't fitting in with a gunslinger. You know what I mean? Like I think it's Marshall, I think it's Manning. Marshall, Manning doesn't trust him. Yeah, Manning yes, has to, Manning takes a while to get. Yeah, Manning takes a while for his get the receivers going. It took Beckham almost. You know, he got Beckham run away, but there's no chemistry there. That's a damn problem. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree that Brandon Marshall? Playing with Eli Manning, this is the best quarterback he's played with in his entire career. Isn't that sad? I think so. That's sad. That's, yes, it is. This is the so best, this is the best quarterback. Is. Yeah, this is the best quarterback that Brandon Marshall has ever had. That poor bastard can't get a goddamn Pro Bowl quarterback if his life depends well, on it. Well, no, no, Marshall's not ball. exactly 22. Uh, another problem, too, I think, is Marshall's not exactly you know 22 but anymore. At, he's yeah, up there at age. Jeremy, but. think about Think about this though. You got a guy like Pierre Garcon who's playing on San Fran, tearing it up right now, and he's got. Oh, I agree. Nobody. I, so I agree. I, 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 the problem is the, the problem is chemistry. Yeah. There, yeah there's I there. I think you know, he, he's he's you know going to Ingram more. Yes. This 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 reminds me of Dallas two or three years ago. Flip it though, opposite. Like we couldn't stop a yes. nosebleed. We had good offense, right. and you guys are completely opposite. You've got solid defense, but you cannot seem to get it. Figured out. So what happened? And I didn't think that was going to happen. I yeah, listen, I legitimately thought they were going to win ten games guys. this year. Yes, I thought they were going to win ten games. I thought this was going to be Manning's best season. I really did because I thought he's never had weapons like this before. Not not with the kind of offense he had. And I thought this guy's going to be he's going to throw for four thousand yards this year, have thirty touchdowns. If he throws ten touchdowns, I'll be impressed. 
That's how sad it's been. <laughs> I know it's only week two, but this this team is this you know they started all with two before. Okay, they made the playoffs, but this they is not the Super Bowl. Team. There's something not there. Yes, there's <laughs> something not there right now. This team, you know, McAdoo gets a reprieve because he won the division last year, but you know he he's a he's the head coach. He calls no, he for offensive plays. Cowboys won the division last year. No, I mean I meant the playoffs. I'm sorry. Oh, he made the playoffs for oh, yeah. like five years. I'm sorry. But, you know, he's, he's getting yeah. a reprieve, which is bullshit, because he's the one calling the goddamn plays, and something's got to change. This is, this is inexcusable. They scored 13 points in two weeks. It's like six and a half points. You can't win a game. The NFL New York Jets have scored points. more points than them. I know. I well, saw that. I can't I'll tell you that. what. I'll tell you what. There, I, it's a little bit of an overreaction Friday. I'll give you that. I'm not completely sold on the Giants being – dead in the water because we still do have a team like Washington in the division who is equally as as messed up as you can if imagine. they lose if they lose this week and they're 0 three oh two in division, I don't see them winning more than five or six games. They're gonna start I don't think they're gonna Marshall probably get traded. They won't win back. Right, but I could see I could there. see with I could see with Eli. We all know Eli and we all know sometimes he's a slow starter, and we all yes, know that is. sometimes it, t- it takes him getting hit the right way to all of a sudden start playing like the, the, the Super Bowl Eli. So, right. I, again, until I see him completely done, I, I'm not, I don't count him out. Even if there's a 1% chance, I'm not going to sit there and put my money on him, but I'm still not going right. to like, no. take my eye off of him. You know what I, I mean? Would just, so I, I would, just, I I would love to see 03, him get more. Than, it's over. No, that's it. They're done. I would just want to yeah. see him get more than three seconds to throw the goddamn football. I well, have never seen an offensive thing, line this Jeremy, bad. Again, again, back to the Cowboys thing. Yes. There years when Romo was running for his life and everybody was – yeah, and we looked like crap on offense. So that offensive line is clearly a problem, and all it. Oh, I don't understand why the the the, the, the front drafts, office keeps giving. The front office keeps saying, "Oh, Flowers is still our tackle." Well, guess what? It ain't working, dude. It's not going to work. He's never going to come around. I I was I cursed when they drafted this guy. I didn't think he was any good. You have to replace this guy, and the problem is there's no one to replace him with. And the guy they replaced him with, Bobby Hart, he he played he played worse. He played worse. Yep. I didn't think you, you could get worse. It's unbelievable. They have to switch him. He's got to play right tackle. They got to move Pew to left tackle so somebody can protect him for more than three. He have more than three seconds throwing the goddamn football. He has no time think, to throw the football. You can't win a game like I that. I think the New York Giants are in a very very precarious position right now because their window yes, is are. closing. Their window. It's their very fast. Window very is fast. Closing. So He's got a year, they, year maybe two exactly. left. That's it, I think. So what they what they need to do is trade for an offensive lineman in the off season, or or preferably before the deadline, even just so yes. they have them. Whether or not it benefits you this year, but mainly if I'm you guys, I beg, I beg them I'm to trade for Joe Thomas. I thought they should have traded for him last year. I thought they could have given a first round pick. There's no way you can you can't value an offensive lineman like that. He's worth it. Oh yeah. When Cleveland was trying to get rid of him, I said, "Please go on, get him." I'll even what I'll take Alex? Staley from the Wait, Niners. Hey, what about Alex Mack to the Falcons? That's part of the reason. I'll why take anybody. The Super Bowl. I'll take anybody. I literally will take anybody. I don't. I will take either one of you to block. They could probably last one, three seconds. I uh, literally. Yeah. I, I can't stand it. We do got to get into we do got to get into some cowboy talk here with about ten minutes left. So uh, I mean, you're welcome to stay on with us, but we do got to jump topics. Let me just ask no, you I have one, to go. Uh, I have a ten-minute break. 
All right, well, let me just ask you one quick thing. McAdoo yeah. was, the, uh, was the offensive coordinator under Coughlin, and we saw yeah. the Giants without these weapons. We saw the Giants going downfield, Eli slinging it all over the field, boom, boom, left, right. I mean, yeah. I mean Eli used to be one of the more vertical quarterbacks in the league. Even yeah, under he Coughlin throw down in the final season, now all of a sudden he's the head guy and they're conservative. Why the change? I mean, that's confusing. I have no idea. I really this is I have never been more lost in my I have no idea what the hell's going on. There is no excuse for this guy not to throw the ball. I know that you, you try to establish one this guy should be throwing the ball thirty five times, forty times a game. He's got the weapon. Marshall's gonna have five six yeah, catches. I don't get it. They haven't. And, and you know, and don't tell me they're not open down the field. I he just not getting it there because he has no time to throw the ball, number one. But you know, Beckham is gonna get double teamed to should leave Marshall or Shepard, something like that open and they're not catching the ball. You know, and probably, you know, and they're trying to open up the tight ends now. Ellison there and Ingram. Ingram had a touchdown last week, but big deal. You know, he doesn't, he can't block, so he's half the problem. So I don't, I, I have no, I literally have no answers, and I've never said that in my life to anything. I have no idea how to fix this. Unless you, unless McAdoo gives up the play call, when they get somebody there that wants to open it up, you have to do something. Something's going to change. I know it's only week two, but it's not working. When Jeremy is left speechless, you know that this, it must be something. Uh, yes. I'm serious. So uh, I'm telling you right now, well, if they go, if they go all three, yeah, if Philadelphia wins, I'm telling you right now, they're done. They're, they're, you can't go all two division this early, all in three. And I quite frankly, I'm not sure they're going to win a game from these. Well, Jeremy, weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm not rooting kidding. for you to beat Philly. So I'm oh, I, I can't believe I'm hearing you say that, but thank you. I'm stunned to hear that. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe it. Well, it, I mean, it's not like Philadelphia can't beat them. I mean, no, they're beatable. But if there's a team I hate more than the Giants, it's the Eagles. So, you know, we're good with that. Giants are actually the least on my hatred list. It goes Redskins, Eagles, Giants, to be honest with you. So you're yeah, I don't even I, yeah, hate, I, I hate the Eagles. I hate, I hate the Eagles more than the Cowboys, which is sad either. I I know I just don't well, like I hate, yeah, I hate yeah, Danny Reed. Be, be I hate I hate it. <laughs> I think it's because the Dunham McNabb is the Giants. I, I hated no. it. Oh, Westbrook. Oh, they oh my God. James Thrash used to burn the Giants. How do you hate Westbrook, dude? He was like the like the nicest guy ever. I don't care. He scored yeah, three touchdowns like against the Giants. You know, oh, please, please. Yeah, that's true. Oh, he was please, the Cowboy yes. killer. He was. Yes. All so, right, well, be good, my friends. Well, Cowboys are still all right. Yeah, we'll let you get back to work. Thanks Thanks for coming right. on, Jeremy. Of course. All right. I'll see you, I'll see you maybe in the playoffs. Yeah. Hopefully. He, he's, he's shocked and confused about the Giants. What I'm shocked and confused about, and I know that this is a topic uh, that you've been waiting to, to be chomping at the bit all week to get in on this, Ezekiel Elliott hold, uh, held to eight rushing yards, lowest of his high school, college, and professional career, uh, and, and a lot of people questioning effort on some of those uh, some of those plays, interceptions, and whatnot. You pose the question: Are the Cowboys really this bad, or is Denver really this good? Uh, do you want me to take it first, or do or do you want to give me your take on this? Uh, let me let me get mine in there. Yeah. So, right. my whole thing was, I'm watching the game, and of anything that jumped on the screen, like jumped off the screen to me, it was that our offensive line looked atrocious. Now, everybody, everybody, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're a Cowboys hater, best O-line in football, really. Because I've been saying it for about five years that the best O-line in football got my quarterback freaking fired. 
And now he's sitting in the yeah. broadcast booth crushing it, and everyone's calling him the next John Madden. So good for you, Tony. I hope that that does end up being your future, but I'm still holding out hope that you make it back to the NFL for a couple of years because he's my favorite player. He's one of the most exciting quarterbacks I've ever seen play in the game, and he doesn't deserve to be sitting on a, you know, on a chair in the broadcast booth right now. He should still be wearing the number nine for the Cowboys, and Dak should not be our starting quarterback, which is my second point. So first point. The best O-line in football. Uh, actually, here's my first point. Shut your fucking TV off because I can hear it in the background again. My second point is <laughs> the best O-line in football is letting Dak get hit and is letting Ezekiel Elliott, who's supposed to be this premier Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith guy, get crushed. This, this dude couldn't find a gap. He couldn't find a seam. He couldn't find anything to cut back to go and get some rushing yards for. I've never seen. They looked like it was goal line first and one every time we tried to run the ball, whether we were at our own 20, at the 50, 45, 30. It didn't matter. They were stuffing everybody. And then when we finally said, all right, they're putting eight in the box, or they're just dominating the best O-line in football. So we'll do some swing-out shit. We'll do pass. We'll do pitches. We'll do some stretch plays. And then what? Their freaking corners and their linebackers had Ezekiel down on the ground and in in pain within seconds, Chris. That Denver defense made our offense look like a high school football team. It was pathetic. But point two. Dak Prescott is nothing compared to Tony Romo. End of story. Because Tony Romo would have lit these motherfuckers up, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. I don't care what anybody says. When was the last time we played Denver? Oh, yeah, it was that 50-48 to 48 game against Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, there were 48 points. That's not bad. You know different what I mean? Team, like, dude, De- totally different personnel. Uh, it, There's not a single player on this Denver team that played in that Denver game. I think that's a bunch of BS. What are you talking about, dude? That was their Super Bowl, their first Super Bowl appearance for Denver. They no, had it wasn't. damn near no, everybody. The first one. Okay, they didn't have Vaughn Miller. They didn't have any of these yes, guys. Yes, they did. Go look it up. No, what year was that? Go look it up. You're out of what your mind, dude. That was two years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. No. Hang on. Three, Cowboys, yeah, Denver. three years ago. You're out of your mind. They, they had to leave. They had Vaughn Miller. That was their first perennial – Denver has arrived on defense year, and Tony lit them up. So I, I, I guess my point is, more than anything, is that Dak Prescott has proven to me he is not ready to be the quarterback of America's team. And I'm not saying check down Charlie, all right? That's not a quarterback. That's Russell we- uh, Wilson. And I've always said he is not a quarterback. And I won't touch Russell Wilson in fantasy football. I won't even go near him in real life. I don't want him on my football team. He's not a quarterback. You don't see him throwing for 300-plus yards every game. You see him throwing for, like, 175, one TD, and then, like, 80 rushing yards. It's like, dude, that's not a quarterback. You're a running back. That was 2013, though. It was four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. Exactly. Now name the defense to me. I guarantee you. I have to go look that up now. Yeah, but, but four uh, years ago, Denver did not have completely different personnel. You're out of your mind. Vaughn Miller was on the team. Aqib Tlaib was on the team. Harris was on the team. All their main dudes were on that team. 
You're, you're, you're so far I'll gone if you think that was a different defense. Up. I'm sorry. Dak Prescott is not Tony Romo, and I think that that proved to be a giant um, problem. Here's my biggest point, Chris. Dallas fans for years have been saying the quarterback needs to be more consistent and needs to be more reserved, less interceptions, less risk-taking in order to win football games. Which football games are all these people talking about? Because if, it, if it's regular season, you know what? I actually agree with you. I agree that Dak Prescott's probably the better quarterback because he will take safe plays. He will live to fight another play. He'll take checkdowns, and he will not turn the ball over. What will Tony do? Heroic shit. Tony Romo's the quarterback for the playoffs. He's the one who threw the ball on fourth and two to Dez in Green Bay for what was a fucking catch when we got yeah, I want to add a little time. Yeah. So, well, my whole thing is, is Tony would be the better quarterback for this team right now. At the end of the day, Tony would have this team in the Super Bowl right now. I don't care what anybody says. The, oh, he's glass, this, that. Get out of here, man. Just because he gets hurt doesn't mean anything. 90% of the players in the NFL are hurt right now. Just because they're still playing doesn't mean they're not hurt. Violent game. So Tony played through injuries. Tony played through broken uh, collarbone, broken ribs, punctured lungs. He had a comeback in San Francisco with a punctured lung. Tony Romo is not a pussy, and he is not glass. He gets hurt because he's, he's a big dude, and he gets taken down by other big dudes, and he gets hurt. But Tony would have this team in the Super Bowl, and I'm going to end with that. Dak Prescott has not impressed me. Okay, now, first of all, uh, they did have Vaughn Miller. It was his rookie year, and he did not play in that game. No Akib Tlaib. They had Dominic Rogers, Camardi. That's about it. Um, but, yes, regardless, Den- Denver was, I guess, okay. Uh, they weren't what they are now. I'm going to say Denver now, hands down, best defense in the league, and aggressive whatnot. Uh, it's always tough to play there. I mean, several guys in the Cowboy organization were talking about having trouble breathing, whatnot, the whole thing. You know, you know how it goes from a mile high. Yes, they sound like excuses, but that's, that's what it was. Um, looking at our offense, I, I still feel, okay, I, I don't maybe not feel that they're the best offensive line to, ever now, like I used to last season. Uh, but they're, they're, they're a top three, top five in the league. I, I, I would be hard-pressed to find an offensive line – that I could name outright that's better other than maybe the one in Oakland. So I'm chalking it up to just a bad day in the office. I'm chalking it up to this team is a better team offensively than they showed, obviously. They're going up against a, an Arizona team that, uh, that has good corners, good secondary, but are beatable. I mean, that defense at, you know, is not the same as in Denver. And you know they're going to rebound from this. They're going to grow from this. Uh, and and they're they're going to. I still feel I still feel talent wise are the best team in that division in the East. And I, I mean obviously hands down you know you got to be you're looking at the Giants are trash, Washington's overrated, Philly's looking okay, but I think Philly's beatable as well. Uh, so I'm not worried about that. They're going to be a playoff team. My main concern in this whole thing is, you know, the whole Dak Prescott. You know, everyone talks about the the sophomore slump and blah blah blah. 
I don't necessarily think it's that. I mean, Dak has looked a little off in his throws the past two, you know, two weeks. Week one, he, he missed a couple easy ones against the Giants. Uh, you know, obviously the, the two interception performances, um, you know, in Denver. I think Dak is managing the game well. I still think that they have the chains on him in terms of play calling. I don't think he's going down the field as much as I think he's capable of doing. No way! And I, again, There's no way! I don't think he is. He's up there audibly I don't think he's going down the field. Play, Chris. Yeah, but he's there not going no down the field as much as possible. It's a, yeah, because that's not his game, dude. That's why he's not the quarterback of my choice. He will not throw the ball downfield unless it's overly calculated that it's going to be successful. I hate that. With a guy like Des Bryant who cannot get separation on corners because he's slow, you have to just get him the ball. you got to just throw it up. And Dak will not take those chances. Why do you think guys like Cole Beasley, Terrence Williams, and Swisher are going to be way better than Des? Because they can get separation. Dak Prescott is a guy that needs to see you open before he throws you the ball. Isn't, isn't that good, though, for a quarterback? Like, isn't that kind of what you want? Not at all. Dude, it's the, it's the NFL. Your windows are the size of a keyhole. Are you kidding me? These guys are playing against corners that are running Yeah, but if you're throwing pick four, sixes three, left and right, you know? If you're throwing what? I don't know. If you're throwing pick sixes dude, left I, and right because you're, because you're taking chances. Uh, dude, again, I would much rather have Tony Romo on my team than Tom Brady at the end of the day because Tony Romo is going to make stuff happen that Tom Brady will not because Tom Brady's calculated. He just stands in the pocket, and unless he sees the open pass, he drops to the ground like a little pussy. I do not respect well, here, that as a quarterback. I would much rather have about, Brett about Favre on my team than Peyton Manning because Brett Favre is going to play – Gets out of the pocket and slings it. Now, did you? But you saw Romo get uh, uh, in the booth, like I said, the Saints, uh, the Saints and uh, and Patriots game, where he's like, "Watch the inside slant to 16 or whatever," and then boom, what do you know? It was that play. You know, you, you saw what I'm talking about with some of those highlights. Well, obviously, Romo is insanely smart. You hear him doing these games, and I mean, he's explaining. It's actually kind of funny to watch him explain it on TV because he's explaining it in football terms. He's like, yeah, that was a high, you know, a high cut scissor flex, and we did this, and I'm just yeah, like, it's I like Gruden. Chance. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's like Gruden. So, it's like Gruden. yeah, but, but so, spider wide. So, so it's funny to spider two wide banana. Yeah, no, but so I hear that. Okay, so I, we all know Romo was an insane football mind. Uh, Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan and all these guys are saying, you know, hands down the smartest quarterback they have ever been around in their entire coaching career. The, the guy is brilliant behind the line. Blah blah blah. Okay, I get that. But he's 39 years old, okay, and he's he's shown in, these aren't injuries where no, he's got a rolled ankle. I need ankle, you to look that up. Oh, he's got a no, pulled hamstring. Go back to the computer. Go back to the computer. He's 30. I think he's, he's definitely 36, not 39. Yeah, definitely not 39. Um, I'm just saying he's oh he's 37. He's he's going to be 38 this year. So the 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 thing is is that. Okay, he's getting up there in age. Sure, I understand Brady's old. The only quarterback in the league that are older than him would be would be uh, uh, Rivers and Breeze. But regardless, okay, he's getting up there in age. These aren't injuries where they're hamstring injuries or he has a rolled ankle or maybe a jammed finger or whatever some of these injuries that quarterbacks get, okay? He has injuries where if he has the same injury – and I'm not even talking about the collarbone. Collarbones can be fixed and healed. I'm talking about with his back. 
with his transverse process discs in his back. These are injuries where if it happens again, there's a chance he's going to be in a wheelchair. And looking at some of the hits that Dak Prescott has, uh, took in Denver and got right back up, if that was Romo in that game, let's say it was the exact same scenario happened, but it was Romo behind center than Dak, there's a very good chance Romo wouldn't – not only wouldn't be in the league for week three, he might not have his legs for week three. So I'm actually – I'm actually happy right now that Romo is where he is. Do I want him on my team? Yes. Do I miss the hell out of him? Yes. Did I love Tony Romo and and defend Tony Romo to the death for years living in New York with all these Giants fans? Yes, I did. But knowing how these defenses are now and, 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 you know, knowing how back injuries can be, Tony Romo is one good hit away from never walking again, much less playing football. And, and it's a shame to say, and it sucks to say, but he's in the right place. And, you know, all good things come to an end. Uh, you know, Dak, Dak is, face it, he's 22 years old. He's the quote-unquote future. And until he starts to really suck, he's going to be the guy. He takes us to a 13-3 and season last year. We almost beat Green Bay after being down 20 uh, – I mean, quite frankly, to be honest with you, we were down 28-3 to in the third quarter of the playoffs against Green Bay. Dak single-handedly brought us back. Dak had a, a Romo-esque performance in the second half uh, of that game. It's just until, until he turns into Blake Bortles, he's going to be the guy in Dallas. So, you know, we, we got to – Is he really that gotta, far off from Blake Bortles? Yes, he's, he's, he's light years from Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is the worst starting quarterback oh, in the league, in my opinion. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm chalking this up to, a, to, to chalking this up to the caliber of defense that shut down the highest-scoring team in the last decade. When I say that, Dude, they better the get their Panthers. shit together because that's the caliber of defenses we're going to play in the playoffs. So the exactly. playoff game. The Carolina Panthers, can't do when that. they went to the Super Bowl, the Carolina Panthers were scoring 30 points a game every single game, okay, that season. And look what, look what that Denver defense did. Denver defense, Peyton Manning rode that defense to the Super Bowl. This is that kind of defense again. So I chalk it up to a lot of different factors, but I'm saying it's a bad day at the office. What I'm going to be interested in seeing is Monday night how they do against Arizona. Another pretty decent defense. Uh, you know, David Johnson's not playing, so we won't have to worry about our Swiss cheese defense getting torched on the ground. Uh, and, and, and we'll see how that goes. We are going to have Kansas City defense to deal with. We are going to have Atlanta defense to deal with, the Raiders, Seattle. We are going to have some tough defenses to get us ready for playoff time coming up later, down, uh, later in the schedule down the road here. So we're going to get a chance to see, was this just a bad day at the office or – you know, is this team not all we thought they were? I think it's a little too early to say that right now. I really do. Um, but, again, time will tell because we got a lot of tough games coming up, very top-heavy schedule, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, like I said, Father Time is the only one we got here. So we're a little bit over time today. Um, power rankings, I, I, I think they stay the same other than Dallas. We both had them in the top five. I'm booting them out simply because of what happened. Um, I'm putting the Raiders there. Obviously, the Patriots are there. Steelers are right up there again. Steelers look very, very good. Uh, Kansas City looks good. You know, I, I'm, I'm keeping it pretty much the same except for Dallas. Uh, I don't know about you. 
But I mean, obviously it, Denver. Well, oh yeah, that's what I meant. Denver, yeah. We're putting so I'm putting. I mean, it's pretty much all AFC: Denver, New England, uh, Oakland, Kansas City, uh, you know, Pittsburgh. Um, I'll put uh, if I had to put an NFC team in there. Geez, I, I I can't think of one right now. It's out my head. I mean, maybe maybe Atlanta. Carolina. Atlanta looks good. Yeah, Carolina's. I think Carolina's smoking mirrors. They're good, but they're beatable. Uh, Atlanta. I, I would put Atlanta there right now. Um, but Either way, we'll, we'll go over it more in depth next Friday. How about that new stadium? Friday. You see that thing? Which one? The, the Atlanta Stadium? Yeah. Yeah, with the halo. It's sick. It's, I thought, uh, I thought well, that, you know, that was, a, uh, that that was a very good way to combat Jerry's uh, biggest screen in the world thing. So yep. they were trying to basically – that's the only thing I worry about. So now that Jerry did what he did and he created this – Thing that was unbelievable that no one had ever seen before. Everyone's trying to beat it now, and that's a, that's annoying me because Jerry deserves to have the biggest, the baddest. And now you got a team like Minnesota that has a stadium that's newer than Dallas's, and then you got a team like oh, yeah. Atlanta who's who's got a stadium that's bigger and has now what's called a halo, which is basically TV screens in a circle. So no matter where you are in the stadium, you have a screen to look at. That's a that's a badass idea, and whoever thought of that was brilliant. So now I'm kind of worried about what LA is going to come up with, and then not to mention LA. What about Las Vegas? You know what I mean? Pretty soon, oh, all these well, the stadiums Vegas are going to be freaking nuts. It's going to be crazy, man. Any stadium that mm-hmm. has casinos inside it is a stadium for me. Well, there you go. And and I mean, welcome to Vegas, Viva Las. So. Uh, we're a little bit over time. I know Def is a busy man. I, I got to go pay some bills and pick up some more money and do all this other happy horse crap. But uh, we will see you guys next Friday. And, again, thank you again for listening to us. Hopefully this was a fluke, and we'll see Monday night exactly what the Cowboys are if we can go into uh, University of Phoenix Stadium and, and uh, get a W. So hopefully we will. Who knows? I still have reservations. Dustin has reservations about everything. So, We'll, uh, we'll go from there. Especially Dak. Ten minutes. Oh, will you walk away? Will you walk on by? Come on, call my name. Will you call?